your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. everybody and welcome to another episode of that scale rc show and this is episode 82 i'm one of your hosts travis along with adam and jay and once again apologies for another unexpected break but we added down to two weeks this time so we're trending in the right direction how you guys doing good how are you doing i'm good i'm good are you sure that we're doing something in the right direction I think we are. I mean, we're recording. That's a good start. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's good at idea. least in itself is a bit of an accomplishment. In it all is. honesty. <laughs> so we're getting there. Yeah, last the last week was my fault again. I had to bail out on the show. So <sighs> you guys can blame me. It's just it's not okay. the same without you. <laughs> yeah, we're afraid, we're afraid to do it by ourselves. Yeah, now now that it's like the three amigos, you know, you can't just be the two amigos. That's true. And it that, helps. That's one one amigo too few. Also doesn't <laughs> help that I edit. So <laughs> I really can't miss them. Oh, I could do it again, but they don't turn out wonderful. <laughs> no, they turn out fine. I would think you I mean just, I don't you have a knack. I don't really remember the point where we even cut over to. I mean I don't even remember how long I've been on here now, so I couldn't tell you how many shows I've edited and recorded versus otherwise. I looked the other day, and we've been doing this for like over two years now. Yeah, that's so crazy to me. March March of 2019, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. It is. It is. Is there anything exciting really been happening over the last two weeks there's a lot of anticipation this week because there's a supposedly a release on saturday but supposedly supposedly you don't have an inside source to confirm that like everybody else does my inside source says that (laughs) it will be a car i love those because it's like you know you're lying. Stop it. There's, yeah. So every time, (laughs) every time that something like this happens, so there's you know there's a release coming. And, like, on the threads where, like, other people are repeating and even saying that they're repeating the same information they saw posted publicly, then, like, someone will come in and try and flex and be like, well, my source says. I was like, like, is your source the same as everybody else's on here? Which is just... Because I feel like it is. (laughs) Which is element? I I don't... (laughs) All right. Yeah, no, I thought that's funny. I, but I mean, that's what's always kind of one of the more entertaining things of these releases is seeing, like, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but seeing, like, what people are anticipating and what they think it's going to be, which I yeah. think is pretty funny. Some of the guesses have been really funny. Um, well, 
I think it's because what what it is is I think some of them they're either like like they're really serious because that's like oh that'd be a really cool thing but they don't realize that just might be something that you would want you got to think about the whole masses yeah and then others I think people are just trying to be funny to get a reaction they're like it's like the class clown sitting in you know class and the teacher asks a question and they have to say a smart ass answer just to get you know everybody's attention the yeah. the 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 one comment that I saw was, um, I saw two that made me laugh. It was either, it was Trailwalker HD. That one made yeah. me laugh. And then um, Sendero 4K. That one also made me laugh. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> We're just going to 4K and not UHD or is UHD 4K? UH, UHD is 4K. Smart. Yeah, UHD is 4K. So... Yeah, those ones made me laugh. I've noticed. Yeah, some of these have been like really specific too. I almost need to go like look it up. Some of these are that, like that's actually what I did because I wanted to go through some of these. Yeah, let's see here. Like, hopefully, one that the axle housing doesn't snap when you look at it cross-eyed. Yeah, we've never broken one, so okay. Um, hopefully, new bearings that don't wear as much again have never worn out a bearing I would be, yeah i'm it's weird. i mean that's it's a, that's a consumable you know it's yeah. like bearings get destroyed these guys run them in water and mud and all kinds of shit like of course they're gonna wear out i mean there's nothing wrong with the bearings for the most part bearings are bearings you yeah. know what i mean like in case anybody, not a lot of technology into in, them. yeah and in case anybody wasn't aware like there are not as many bearing manufacturers as you might think there is like I'm willing to bet that the ones that Axial has and the ones that Element have, if they aren't the same, they are probably of the exact same quality. Yeah. Like they. Well, it's like seals. Like Nok is like a huge seal manufacturer, and almost every single dirt bike seal is made by them, even though they're sold by different companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. whatever it is i hope it has new axles hosing whatever it is i hope somebody already bearing. makes brass for it yeah <laughs> so he wants a new axle hosing uh bearings and gears the pinion bearings are the smallest drivetrain bearings i've seen it's smaller than axial outer pinion bearings and element uses the same dam size dam for the inner and outer nuts I'm not discounting. Yeah, I'm not discounting that people have like blown some of these out, but like, I, I don't understand the rampant issue. Like to me, like to me, the pinion bearing doesn't seem terribly like it. Really doesn't even seem missized. Like I, I don't really I mean, know if it's. I, a I've seen some do them just because the, you know, there is a lot of leverage on the pinion, you sure. know, with the shaft and stuff. So I mean, like the first gen axial housings, I would like blow out the housing and eventually ruin the bearing or yeah. either the or the bearing went bad and then ovaled out the housing and you'd have to replace it like that's really the only bearing issues i've ever had with anything another guy asking for portals guy asking for gatekeeper with ifs maybe portals too this is my bet the the the, <laughs> the big portal lobbyists came out in force this week they did okay here's the here's the one thing i gotta just like add into that comment hope hope that it has ifs on the gatekeeper 
he does realize that the gatekeeper uses the same chassis rails as all the rest of the element cars that you can bolt up the IFS to your own gatekeeper already. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of people that don't grasp that concept because like, I see I'm a not lot trying, of... Like, oh, I think, go ahead. I people want I'm not trying to sound like a smartass or like, you know, like trying to be like insulting or anything, but it's like, I don't like, I don't understand like if people don't fully look at these vehicles or like study them or check well, them out before they start talking. They think that... So... They don't understand that Enduro is the model as SCX-10 is the model to Axial. They don't get that. And so, like, they'll have, like, a Trailwalker or a Sendero and put, like, a different body or whatever on it and still call it a Sendero or a Trailwalker. And then they'll ask, does this part fit the Trailwalker? And then there's always got to be a couple guys that are like, yeah, you know, it's exactly the same rig. Like, and I, I think it is probably just contributed to the element crowd being made up of a lot of people that are new to the hobby and don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I do got to say, and I think I said this way back when the gatekeeper came out, I, I do think generally that that is a great idea to utilize those chassis rails for almost every single vehicle, because it just makes any kind of, modification or add-on or anything that they do that utilizes the original setup can be brought over to that platform um like you know a lot of people when they take like for instance the wraith and they want to put that skid on an scx 10 rail or those axles underneath scx 10 rails they got to change a bunch of stuff because the two aren't compatible they're not easily compatible they're compatible right. if you know what you're doing but it's not something that just bolts up whereas like the gatekeeper is using the same chassis rails so you're like oh okay so if somebody makes a some sort of pan hard bar upgrade it'll bolt right up because it goes to the same location yep yeah they the whole modular thing i think is great because you can just build whatever you want on the same platform and it keeps costs down because you don't have tooling for all these other different parts for different chassis and stuff and so it keeps everything affordable that way so i don't know i think it's smart and i like it um i do kind of hope in the future that they maybe do like a straight up like tube chassis type rig you know um but i don't know yeah i i don't even think I really don't know, too, how much of it is people not understanding it. I think a lot of people were just wondering if they're going to do it like an RTR, kind of like how they did with the Trail Runner, you know, because they did that after the IFS was released. Right, so, yeah. So it could be, like, a situation like that, too. I now here's... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say... Um, no, I'm just looking through a lot of these comments, and I forgot how ridiculous people can be. The one that's guessing me that gets me is probably something like the gatekeeper, so we can all buy the builder's kit. Then one month later, sell the built kit for basically a hundred <laughs> less. So that makes no sense. That was like such the an oddly specific like dig to try and make. I'm so confused by that. Yeah, like the RTR is not a hundred dollars less than the kit. Yeah, I don't know what like he's getting out there. Yeah, that dude's smoking something. So I there don't was, know. Yeah, there's. A, I don't. I don't know. I, frustrating when i read the comments or these stuff because people get so angry over such dumb stuff oh yeah it's stupid there was one dude that um 
uh, Brad had posted a picture of the scale garage and there's a dude that's like, I'm losing interest by the minute. Like, all right, dickhead. Well, you know, keep us updated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like be sure to clue us in on what your interest level is because we all care. Like oh, you took yeah. time out of his day to put, I'm losing interest by the minute. I mean, we'll, we'll be here all night if we complain about what people are saying on here, but I mean, like, it's just funny. Some of their expectations are just really wild. And I yeah. feel like no matter what, at that point, that's when, I don't know. I'm just, I worry that, people are just setting themselves up for disappointment and just starts more negative comments and drama and stuff because of just ridiculous expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I, I'll ask, I'll answer Elliot's question. Now what's element releasing this weekend? Well, I already answered. It's a vehicle. It is. So, there will it's be got four wheels. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to be a scale tricycle. No, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> There's a local guy though that builds scale uh RC Honda three wheelers. Someone I mean, should build a scale um what was that thing called? The T Rex or whatever the hell that thing Rob Diedrich always drifted oh, in. Oh yeah, the T Rex. Yeah. Or they could be really lame and do the Can Am tricycle. The Can Am tricycle's especially lame. Who's beeping? Oh, it was me. Yeah. I was going to say, it almost sounds like because of Eric's notifications. It was Eric's notifications. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw, my phone. I saw I was, my phone flash. I was wait. I was actually waiting for like, you know, our flight, uh, our captain to make yeah, an announcement. I know. And I'm like, Dung. all right, place your trays in the upright position. We're about to land. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric is commenting on the post. <laughs> yeah, no one ever goes over podcast safety at the beginning of a show i would hope not i mean unless you're listening to like rogan or something but i mean that's <laughs> about it may destroy brain cells just listening to it <laughs> it's been a long time since i've listened to rogan actually i don't care what you say i think he's funny still no he is funny he says such ridiculous shit yeah. but i mean good for him but um yeah, no, I'm excited for everybody to see it. It's, I don't know how much, I, I don't want to give away anything, but it's kind of funny just seeing how wrong everybody is. Even with inside sources? They're, they're still wrong with inside sources. I That I can't quite understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, and I, but the only one that I heard that was really specific was someone, I think it was on the post I'm on now, actually, was someone saying like they, they discontinued the trail walker and I hear the gatekeeper's going too. And I was like, ah, no, the gatekeeper's not going anywhere. So you're not sure where you heard that. Everyone else was just like, I've heard there's a car coming out Saturday. The gatekeeper's barely six months old. That's about nine, but still. I mean, what, we the, got it in like, uh, what, September? September, October? yeah. I mean, it's still really early in the life cycle. I mean, the Sendero is what? That was released like a, I mean it's I mean it's discontinued now but it was almost like two years yeah it was around like a year and a half before they discontinued it I think yeah so I yeah it's which is kind of quick in my opinion well I mean but, I, I mean I get why they do it but it is like that's not a very long time when you consider like how long like the deadbolt or the honcho have been around you know yeah they kept those around for a very long time that's true. Yeah, I don't know. 
Do um, they even make a honcho anymore? Like, I haven't seen the honcho or deadbolt pop up on a main's crawler kit in no, a long time. I don't think so, no. No, I, I, I don't think so. Like I said, my speculation on that is they may bring out the 10.3 version of those, kind of like how they did with the 10.2, but I won't hold my breath. I think that's what they're doing with the UMG 6x6 after seeing the interior pop up as a available part. That makes me think that, yeah, because the 6x6 never had an interior and it was only available in RTR form. So right. that means something is on the horizon. Hmm. No, no pun, pun intended. intended. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was a total accident. I need a pun button. <laughs> Yeah, all right, I know for next time. What was the one, what's the one they used on the men's room? Was it the scream from the um, CSI Miami intro? I think that's what they did. Sure. God, I'll, I'll have to look afterwards. That's, such a, that's a very specific reference for anybody who doesn't live here, which I'm pretty sure is like all of our listeners. But, but yeah, I'll have something for next time for when we make a pun in six months. <laughs> Um, I can get into questions unless we had anything else that we wanted to touch on topic wise before I jumped into that. Not really. I Just didn't have any news. Everybody calm down on the new releases. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody relax. Yeah. Don't, don't release everything at once. And don't divulge your source no matter what. <laughs> Honor. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. First one is from Alex Simps. Why is that making noise now? Knock it off. Damn it, Eric. He's going to be listening to this in like three days, too. (laughs) (laughs) um, All right, I'll try and fight through it. Alex Simps says, have you guys ever messed with WPL? I actually don't know what that is, so this is your guys' territory. They're not amazing at crawling, but very affordable and have very nice hard bodies, and the lack of performance lends itself to a more scale-driving experience. I think they're the company that made the, what, knockoff um, Twin Hammers? I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar at all, so that's news is... to me. Like, If you say so, cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll have to check them out. WPL. I'm Googling it right now. Okay, good. I'm trying to figure out how to turn off my Chrome sound. (laughs) Oh, they make the little funky drift van truck thing. Drift van truck. Yeah, the... It's hard to explain. Um, well, I'm also getting a lot of when I just type that in, I guess the C24 pops up, which is like, I guess, a 24th scale, and it looks like a little Toyota. Yeah, they got like they call it a bang good WPL. A WPL oh. sounds like something I have to apply for. I thought it was for taxes. <laughs> like, did you file your WPL yet? White people's license. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it has to be something that's a license for everyone. There already is one of those, but oh, this okay. is the one. This is the one that we get now because it's 
like open season on our ass. That's true. Dude, these guys have a really cool accessory for the B series. It's a full on like overland style camper that drops onto it. I don't know. Some of this stuff's really cool looking. Well, it's funny. When I first start typing in WPL, it tries to finish it and it does WPLG. It's like a um it's a new station in like Florida. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a little winch. They have some cool stuff. I think this is all for really small cars, so. Yeah, the D series is their funky little key truck, kai truck. It's like a little like Japanese truck that you see at like docks and shipping yards and stuff. Like it, it has kind of like a little utility type bed that's got really shallow sides kind of like toyota's land cruiser beds that they have you know over everywhere but the united states mm -hmm. it's kind of like that with like a minivan front end on it and i've seen guys like building drift cars out of them and like drifting them it's pretty funny <laughs> hmm. they're somewhere but if i had to guess i would say these are somewhere between hobby grade and toy grade like somewhere in there i I think that, not saying anything bad about WPL, but I think that I do have some leverage here to make like a really terrible crawler kit. And then if anybody complains about it and the way it drives, I can just say that it's scale realism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drives like shit. Yep. Just like it actually would. Um, Nick LaRusso. Will we ever see a That Scale RC show build off between Jay and Adam or a show and shine for the listeners, any scale vehicle in action, and the winner gets the cover photo for a month? That's actually a really good idea. That's a good idea. The, the, the show and shine, the build off will probably never happen. Say, which, which, which part were you talking about? The build off would be tough just because of well, time. Like, yeah. I haven't even started the one that we're giving away to our patrons. So, But yeah. the thing is also, too, we talked about that in a, a while ago. Remember when we, you had your idea of we should do like a build off, but like not like post any pictures about it or unfollow each other for however long and, you know, until it's all done or whatever. Um, I just, yeah, like you said, the timing, though, is just what's hard. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it'd be a cool idea. I, I like his, like, kind of virtual show and shine idea, too. No, that'd which, be cool. I think that'd be cool. That's, that's probably that's super totally doable. doable. Yeah, we can do that. That almost makes me think that that would be a really cool incentive for people to try and like to use for the giveaway for the Enduro 24, maybe like the winner, mm. winner, the winner of the virtual show and shine wins the SCX 24 or uh, Enduro 24. God, I can't believe I just said that. maybe, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Something to think about. Are you going to have to rinse your mouth out now? God, I know if that, it came, <laughs> that came out way too easily too. So <laughs> Must've just had them on the mind. <laughs> um yeah we'll we'll figure something out but I'm, i think that's doable for sure yeah i'll do the show and shine listeners for the uh and do it for the patron vehicles or something or we can do it on the main page it doesn't matter we'll figure something yeah. out 
Yeah. Um, Chris Trudeau, he says, what's more challenging for a build, paint color or wheel choice? And how long has it taken you to decide on a color choice? And what color will we never see on a build by either Adam or Jay? Who wants to go first? Um, only thing I have to contribute to this is I am the undisputed champion of not deciding colors. I'm about or wheels or wheels or anything making any decisions on crawlers whatsoever. As far you're as difficult as to, especially like since I'm building one for you, I've asked a lot of questions and you're like, oh, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. works for me, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, don't have an opinion. Would you rather go with tire A or tire B? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I don't know which one do you yeah, like. Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like the what do you want for dinner thing, you know? But yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's wheels are impossible for me, especially because I don't like any of them. Yeah, you're way picky about wheels. So, you're a wheel snob. Yeah, I am. So yeah, there's that. Simply should just make some. So I guess for my answer is um, like wheels is pretty easy. Um, I've been pretty, um, I'm like a fluent user of CNC. Uh, my biggest fear is always like if I start a new build or get a new rig, I always go, oh, I don't have any more sitting in my stash. I got to jump on it. Um, so that's pretty easy. The only thing is I have a hard time not too many of my rigs have polished wheels. I don't know why. I mean, I kind of know why. I'm in real life. I'm not a big fan of polished wheels. I like usually black wheels um, or uh, like bronze, something like that. So I guess that's why I usually go black or bronze on most of my crawlers. Um, I do have a couple rigs with, um, I guess you could say like a mag finish. Um, what else? And then as far as color wise, um, I have my go-to color scheme, uh, which shocker is black and white or white and black. And, uh, sometimes I'll do the white and black mixed with some sort of accent color, typically a bronze or a gold. That's always just been my go-to for most of like my color schemes. Um, if I'm doing something like one of my, I guess you could say like my older rustier builds, I pretty much just pick a color that I have in mind or something that was pretty popular like if you know when you like i'll use my flatbed for a reference i saw a lot of red and green flatbeds when i was looking for inspiration so i said that's got to be one of those colors if those are the most prominent colors that are popping up that means those were the most popular colors back then so just pick one and go with it um as far as a color you won't see um i'm trying to think because i mean when I first read that question, I almost was going to say, oh yeah, you'll never see me with a pink build, but I had a white and black um, body with the crawl for a cure logo, which has pink in it. And I had a big breast cancer ribbon on the hood for crawl for a cure. Like I want to say 2015, 2016, somewhere around then. Um, so, I mean, there's really not a color I can think of that you won't see. I guess you could say salmon. I'm, I'm not going to be doing a, a salmon <laughs> rig. But I mean, like, I mean, if I saw something that caught my eye and I want to do like a turquoise or, you know, a magenta, I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to it if it's done right. I just don't see myself doing salmon. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, with colors, I would never say never just because I always have to do like new and interesting things for work. So you won't do blue. Uh, no, that is, I mean, it's not my first choice, but I've done blue stuff. It, I, I don't know. I've just never been like a big blue fan. I, I do like the Walker Evans stuff though. Like that yeah. blue I do like. Well, that's, um, yeah, that's a bit of an exception though. Cause that's a whole scheme on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I don't think I would do just a blue body and call it good. That That isn't really my thing, but I don't know. I mean, I, I change stuff all the time and so it's with colors i never say never i mean i might do i don't know like the mint green stuff was something i never really imagined that i would do but i ended up really liking it but as far as wheels go that's probably my biggest difficult decision i don't know ssd has been on fire for like the last two years with the wheels they release and so usually usually it's like some sort of ssd wheel that i go with it's just hard because they have a lot of really neat ones It's hard to beat SSD. Yeah, for the price and everything and like all the scale detail of them with the screws and everything else, that's tough to Mm -hmm. beat. I agree. And Um, they look sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andre says, Andre Campo says, are any of you heading to the Dead Man's Crawl? I wish. No. Like Jay said, I wish, but yeah. no. We'd oh, love, we'd love actually, to be there. I will be there in spirit, and here's how. <laughs> so, um, and I forgot to talk to you guys about this, but Brandon Catton is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I spoke with him, and he is going to try and do some live feeds and uh, photos and stuff for us. So he is going to be oh. our man on the scene. Nice. Yeah, Thanks, so I was Brandon. gonna give him our in- Instagram login and uh, let him cover cover the event. Oh, awesome! So, which is something we talked about. Like, we've wanted to do that for a long time. Have like almost like a correspondent program with like different people across the country, just kind of like covering events, so that everybody can come to one place to check them out and enjoy seeing what's going on. So hopefully yeah. this would maybe this will kickstart that idea. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I thought you were going to say something like you're going to pull like a Sheldon from Big Bang Theory and you're going to be like on live and he was going to slap your his phone on like a robot and drive it around. So you could that like talk to people. Cool. <laughs> he could just put his phone inside one of his builds and I could just <laughs> drive it. I thought I could, I, I could be a virtual passenger. I just thought yeah. it was because we had some stuff being raffled off there. So. I sent way more than I expected to. Also, I probably shouldn't have sent as much as oh, I did. Did you? How much did you send? Five pounds worth of decals Jeez. and that element body. <laughs> Five pounds of stickers is a lot of stickers for those of you that don't know. No, it is. It's <laughs> a ton. <laughs> um, no, we, we wanted to go. We really did. Um, and we were actually really trying to work out how we were going to. But we just didn't have enough time to plan. Um, yeah. Realistically, for us and the way that our schedules work, we needed to know like two months earlier at the minimum. 
So pretty much, we yeah. just didn't, yeah. So we just didn't really have the opportunity to make it happen. But I mean, if they do it, if this happens again next year and this isn't like a one-time thing, then I mean, we are 100% going. Yeah. No I want to go just because of like the cool little show and shine trophies and stuff, how he actually like, oh, that was super cool. like scale yeah. sized trophies to put on the hood. Yeah. Those that turned out so cool. cool. Brad is good at thinking outside the box. He yes. really is. Like yes. he little ideas like that. He's super good at. I know. Every time I see and, one of his posts, every every time I see one of his posts, I'm just like, "Damn it! Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> so cool, right? so smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His his page, um, but in particular the the is it Gecko Trails? I always yeah, forget what Gecko comes Trails. after. Okay, I always forget what comes after Gecko. But um, no, everything on that page, just content wise, is just so badass. Like, I wish I could do that. Like, if I could, that's what I would do. But I just, I don't know. I don't have that, the imagination. And then to act on that, I mean, that's insane. Yeah. No, I think it'll be a good one. He said that he is planning on this being a stepping off point for people rethinking what events should be like, was what he told me. Interesting. Yeah, so it'll be really interesting. I'm really excited to see how it all goes down. I mean, pretty gutted that we couldn't make it, but yeah no we're super bummed we definitely wanted to go i'm i'm sure he'll they'll do it again next year i couldn't see how they wouldn't yeah um dan sutherland jay kendall any tips on how i can mount these brass toe mirrors on my hard body build <laughs> uh shugu man shugu tons of it yeah lots and lots of shugu maybe some zip ties zip ties really work too um um eric warren what's your thoughts on the trx4 2021 bronco i know it's just a trx4 underneath but that body looks killer wonder how long it'll take to get in stores <laughs> who knows might be a while but yeah the body's sick as hell like it looks really good yeah no i mean no it, it's really cool i've it's it's one of those things though. I hope they didn't. I mean, I know being Traxxas, you're going to have a lot of the TRX, you know, fanboys will be all over it, but I'm just going to say this. I just hope they didn't wait a little too long for that, you know, new bright craze to, you know, die out. Cause you know, that was really big when they first released the new bright yeah. and now it's kind of settled down. I wonder if this is going to bring a resurgence back to that or is it going to be entirely different? Well, it's a four door, so it'll be, you know, I think that'll appeal to a different group of people or appeal to people in a different way. Like, I, I think the four-door version looks better than the new bright one. Yeah. I, I well, told Travis... Only... That, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. You... Oh, I was just going to say, I told Travis <laughs> that I saw one of these. Um, I saw a new Bronco on the freeway. And it... First of all, I didn't even recognize it in person. And second, like it was not cool looking whatsoever. <laughs> like, I don't know which trim package it was or what, but like it was not even remotely as cool as what I've seen online. Yeah. So that was kind of a strange thing. Well, I have two things. I, can, I have one story to piggyback off that. And my other thing was what I was about to say was going to be, I guess you can consider them fighting words. And this goes for both uh, the Bronco and it goes for Jeep. Four door is better than two doors. Fight me. 
I agree. I'm sorry. I can't do the two-door Jeep thing. It just doesn't look right. It's four-door or nothing when yeah, it comes to I agree. Same with trucks. Like, standard cab trucks do nothing for me. Extra cabs, still kind of cool. But crew cab, it's like once you have, like, that amount of space with having, like, a full-size back seat, you could never go backwards from that. Well, the only thing I got to say is there's a guy, and maybe next time he shows up, um, he's part of the excavation crew at one of our job sites. He drives a single cab F-250, and it's got like a like maybe like a four-inch lift on 35s, and he's got the factory um, spacer kit to put the winch in the front bumper. It's super clean. I mean, I would not mind mobbing a single cab if it looked like that. Now, if you're going off the showroom floor, yes, a four-door is more appealing over a single cab. But I think like anything, you do it right, you can make a single cab look good. The same is not to be said with two doors. I still, like I've seen some two-door um, Jeep builds, you know, they look, they're nice, but I just go, man, if that was a four-door, it would look so much better. Yeah, my love for Jeep pretty much started when they introduced the four-door. I didn't really care about Jeeps at all up until when they released the four-door Rubicon. Yeah, but then my story to piggyback off that was we actually, when we were recently on our way up to Auburn, uh, I want to say about three weeks ago, um, we passed a silver Bronco. I think it was a two-door and it had to be like the sport model because even Michelle said the same thing on the road. She said, wow. She goes, that thing does not even look that spectacular. as like all the hype sounds when you see it driving down the freeway. It, what it reminded me of, like, so I saw it from the back. You know, I came up on it when I was driving. And so from the back, like, it reminded me of, and I can never remember the name of that stupid thing, but it. what's the Jeep that's a Fiat Panda? A Jeep that's a Fiat Panda. Is it a Renegade? Is that what they call it? It's the one oh, with the, the, the X yeah. taillights. Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. It's either the Renegade. It's not the Rebel. It's the Ren. I think it is the Jeep Renegade. I'm looking that up right now. It, that's what I thought it was at first. It was super small, like one of those. And it, I mean, like those are a small vehicle, yep. but that, that's, that's what, what I mistook it for. Mm -hmm. No, actually, you want to know what it actually could be mistaken for? And this is another vehicle that I can't believe like nobody else has ever really talked about since they've re-released it, is the new um, uh, Land Rover Discovery. Yeah, I, I want the to new see Land Rover picture of it. So I was behind a new Land Rover Discovery the other day, and I almost mistaken it for the new Bronco. Oh, really? Yes, that's how similar they look. Maybe I didn't see one then. I'm going to look it up right now. I've yet to see one. The 2021 or 2020, you think? Uh, Just look up the 2021. I mean, they both got to look the same or similar. Huh. I don't hate it. It doesn't really look like the Discovery anymore. Like they always had like the taller rear section in the cargo yep. area and stuff. And that made them kind of easy to spot. Now it just looks like a any other Range Rover. Not a bad looking rig though. 
They don't have any pictures of the back of it. Oh, there's one. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It still has like the offset tail or uh, license plate, which is kind of strange. That always bugged me about the older generation one because it wasn't symmetrical. That really bugged me. Yeah, that's an interesting rig. <laughs> um, Tony, uh, Tony Charbonneau says, are you guys a fan of aftermarket skids? I am building a Capra and am wondering. Uh, in the right application, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's low on my priority list. Yeah, I... It's kind of a debatable thing because it's like the craze was obviously so it didn't hang up on things, right? You wanted like, you know, if you got like a flat aftermarket skid that, you know, you'd have more clearance. But um, with the whole, you know, how much it can raise the CG, you know, everything's a trade-off, I guess. I mean, you kind of have to look at it that way. That's true. And what's funny is like everybody's so LCG chassis crazy and everything else, but yet they're just all about flat skids. And it's like, you do realize like on the element, you're raising your transmission over a quarter of an inch from where it was stock. So it's like, God, is it that much? Yeah, oh dude, it's a ton. I didn't realize, I didn't realize you know, it was that you're, bad. You're changing the, the link locations too, like, you know, for the center links, the, mm. you know, the lowers. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's so many trade-offs that, it, it, honestly, I don't feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it all depends. But, yeah, I mean, that's we've never been as crazy about them. I think when we first got into it, got into scaling, you know, when we saw that, that was kind of like the first thing we kind of looked at. We were like, oh, man, look at that. That's, you know, that's pretty cool. And we were playing around, you know, with some for a while. But and we just quit caring about them. <laughs> we quit. We quit caring about them, and yeah, then it, we started to think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, well, my, yeah. I was just saying, my whole thing with the aftermarket skid, um, being that he's talking about the Capra. So, the Capra. Some people like it in the you know, I guess original form. Then there's other people that want to try and put the three gear transmission in it. I know UC Fab makes a um, skid to do that. So if that's something you're talking about, I'm all for it. Like if you're trying to do that to like to build a better crawling rig, because let's face it, with that three gear trans, you can gear it way lower and make that thing like insanely capable. Um, but like Jay said, if you're doing that whole flat skid thing, you really lose. Um, some of the performance gains that they already gave you out of the factory. So, I mean, you have a lower center of gravity, but now you're trying to offset by something hanging, which realistically, I don't even think they ever hang that much lower anyways. Yeah. Like I, not enough to worry about putting in a flat skid. Yeah. They're just, I don't know. In, in my opinion, it's just not, worth the trade-off you know and my my biggest bitch about it is just changing the link geometry that's what i i don't like the most is just the fact that it changes the link locations mm. um 
Eric Warren again. He says, what do you think of the new uh, friction recoil scale shocks? They look pretty nice, and for 50 bucks, how could you really go wrong? Never even seen them. Yeah, I've never even heard of them. It's got that hobby shop leverage he's using. Let's see. Flexing that hobby shop muscle. Mm-hmm. Friction recoil with a K. Yeah, I haven't even seen them. I oh there they are, maybe. Mm, oh, helps if I spell it right, I guess. I still can't see any. It's on a main. Oh, is it? God, I searched into recoil and couldn't even get it to come up. You probably misspell recoil. Is it spelled with a K also? It is. Well, God fr damn. Friction with an X, recoil with a K. These guys are huh. serious. Usually, um, usually X makes a Z sound, but okay. Still can't get it to come up. <laughs> I will draw. Maybe it maybe in. friction doesn't have a T in it. It does not. No, that was my problem. I X I O N. Yeah, that was my problem. Um. Huh. All right. I'm I mean, they're not a bad looking shock, but it look like they look exactly like the old generation Proline shocks. They do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. look exactly like Proline's Power Stroke scale yeah. shots. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. in fact, they probably are. Judging by the springs, the spring carrier, the serrations in the adjuster ring for the preload, the way the cap goes in, I'm, I am gonna go out on a limb and say that these are Proline shocks. All they ever, all these guys have on a main are their shock kits. Dude, they, I'm sure that's exactly what those are. Uh, it's going to be another week of me asking for the backstory on these guys. Yeah. It's like GRC and uh, Weezer. Eighty-five to ninety. Yeah, dude. I think they're proline shocks because they have the different rod ends, the shock ends yep. to change the length. <laughs> I mean that that has to be what they are. Even the lower spring cup is shaped like the proline one. Yeah, that's crazy it's just anodized different colors that's all yeah well no the the original proline ones were this exact same they were this with... color yeah, I know, the what i'm talking about is like the, it's got the red the yeah, red parts yeah. oh yeah, yeah 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 it was black on the others and then the newest generation proline ones are silver but cosmetically they're identical to the old ones and these and they even come with two different types of springs they've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they're they're proline shocks. Oh, That's funny. Man. That's funny. Whoops. <laughs> for uh, proline shocks, for a lot less. I'll, I'll I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. Way less money. Like what? Almost half as much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so yeah, I'll put it out there then. Someone give me the backstory on these guys again in a DM, so I can kind of understand what's going on here because like i don't need like we're not trying to be assholes 
at all. Like I, these straight up just look like the old pro line chocks. I mean, dude, they're identical. Yeah. Like everything, the ends, the cup, like all the shapes, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I as far as like performance wise, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not talking shit if it's true, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I mean, really, I, I just, I'm so confused because the only thing these guys have on here are their shot kits, and this is, I mean, we've we've seen these before. I found their Shopify. Oh, do they? Store. They have one. Okay. And that's all they have are the shocks. Weird. I wonder how they managed this. Premium RC products, maximum enjoyment. Oh, yeah, dot my Shopify. <laughs> Got that. That is. Uh, hey, this layout looks familiar. Um, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Why did they have it mounted to? Did you scroll down to their page? Did you see what they have? <laughs> yeah. What is the, that? The let's take some crappy aluminum links and turn them into a trailing arm somehow. They got a little tiny sway bar there and then some really weird Carbon I don't know. Metal. I don't know if this is like their answer to like a drop bed setup because look how low those links sit compared to how they would if they were straight. That is I'm so dude, they are like from the picture, I'm guessing half to three quarters of an inch lower than the drive line. Picture safety. The drive shaft. Weird. Uh, you know. Huh. I'm going to move wild. on. Um, Scooter Scott, what is the coolest scale accessories available, be it for a truck or for a garage? Sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> on the roof. Can't lose. Someone said, in because in, if anyone isn't aware, um, Scooter Scott does the like the 307 scale hobbies. Um, as scale motorsports and someone replied to his comment. I, it was Nick LaRusso. He said, that's your boxes. And I'm having a tough time disagreeing because when I start and I kind of think about it, like the, the boxes that, that he does for the size, is just so crazy to me. Yeah. Well, he does more than just the boxes. When I did my scale cow RC stuff, he did the, um, decals for that. Oh yeah, you're right. I, forgot I think he that. does license plates too. Yeah, his 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 small detail is insane. So yeah. I mean, I I can't really think of a whole lot better. I mean, scale accessories wise, I mean, I don't know. I I can't really think of anything else. Truthfully, like you don't even want to say sleeping bag. <laughs> sleeping bag's cool, but it's pretty solid, dude. I mean, that's what forty scale points of the Sorka console. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Did you guys? Do you guys have answers for that? That wasn't sleeping bag. I have the perfect one for a truck. Oh. Yes. Um. Jack stand. Three D print some antlers, and then kill <sighs> a small mammal, and use some scale rope and tie it to the hood of your scale hunting rig. So like get a little chipmunk or a squirrel or something, put some antlers on it, splay it out and use some like yellow twine and rope it down to the hood. And that is a really good scale accessory. 
I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could top that. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no point even trying to follow that up. <laughs> Dude, no, no one's done it. You would be the first. Oh, Nobody yeah. could. No one could accuse you of copying them. <laughs> oh wow. I don't know though, because then it's like, well. Hmm. already putting so much more thought into it than it's worth it does it really doesn't deserve much thought to yeah, be honest yeah. with you just let it go yeah. jake what do you think what's your favorite scale accessory no okay 10 scale bone yeah i just want pets. Um, pets 10 scale pets yeah although i think that's a loss for him i think the full-size yeah. pets are better Probably. um at, all right, on to the Instagram ones. At Sack the Ripper, what's your least favorite task regarding this hobby? For me, it's either masking for paint schemes or having to dismantle axles to get diffs out. That sucks. All of that sucks. Mm. Building shocks. I hate building shocks. My least favorite part of putting a kit together is yeah, doing the shocks and the, the transmission. Like any of the stuff where you got oil and grease, I'm not into. The first shock build is the worst. Yeah. Everything. Mm, I, no. No, actually, I'm going to say the transmission because for me, it's so much harder to put it together correctly the first time. The shocks are like laboring, but... I generally can nail those first go. The transmission is a couple attempts because for whatever reason, I, I always miss something. I still have to look at the instruction book when I'm putting the Stealth X trans together. Yeah. Just because I don't trust myself <laughs> to do it right. Um, I, don't, I don't like building. Period. Actually, so like, I, I don't like any of it. Actually, though, and every bit of RC that trumps those things are doing links or turnbuckles or anything like that. Anything that you have to thread that on, like thread an end on that. The, I don't care how much you have to do it. it. To me, it's the absolute worst. I cannot stand doing it. I will, I will skip like on race vehicles. I will skip the turnbuckle step, which is usually like the third step after the shocks and diffs and a lot of kits. I will skip that step to the end because that's how much I hate it. Like I won't do it. So I will wait until it's the last thing I have to do. I can't stand doing it. It's so obnoxious. It does suck. Yeah. So that's my answer. I hate it. Um, yeah. yeah I don't like Assembling that. beadlock wheels sucks too, but yeah, I don't know. It fun. all sucks. <laughs> None, none of it's fun. None of it like, is I fun. Wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> categorize any of it as being like a fun activity. Yeah, you, know, you got a good point there. What about you, Adam? What do you hate the most about your life? My life? <laughs> Dude, I don't know if we have enough time for that. <laughs> your scale life, then. Uh, scale life... I don't know, probably, especially like right now, it's just finding the time or I guess making the time is more, I guess, a better way to say it, um, to just be able to work on your rigs. I mean, there's so many things I want to do. And by the time I get home from work, I'm just so beat. And I'm just like, I look at the, you know, a car and I'm just like, 
I so want to just do this right now, but I just don't have the energy. And I'm one of those people, if I don't feel up to it, it doesn't come out right. And then I get pissed off that I spent all that time and it's not up to my car. And then I end up either tearing it all apart or just losing interest altogether. And then it ends up sitting somewhere. Um, So yeah, that's got to be, I guess, my biggest, that thing that I think that, you know, sucks the most. That is Um, totally understandable. But yeah. No, it's, I don't know. You know, another really crappy thing is uh, gluing tires. I don't like gluing tires. Like I had some, I got some J concepts, monster truck tires and wheels for the SMT 10 build that we're doing. And man, I put it off for such a long time. Just gluing those things. I did not want to do it because I always make a mess and then I get mad about it. And I always glue my fingers or I end up dripping glue onto the sidewall where it's mm-hmm. right there for everybody to see and criticize. <laughs> and it's just like, man, gluing tires can make you feel defeated in a real hurry. Yeah. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually, hold on real quickly. Anything <laughs> glue related. Do you know how many times? I've tried to like either glue something, whether it be shoe glue, crazy glue, tire glue, and it either you stick your fingers together, like Jay said, it drips somewhere, or I've had this happen before. My local store did not have shoe glue, so I used the, what is it, ES3000 or whatever the similar product is, but fun fact, the ES3000 does not set up as fast as the... Um, as shugu and it's a little more watery i've set stuff to like glue in a place and i walk away and i come back and the like friction is allowed it to just like slide you know like and it moves and then you come back and you're like are you serious (laughs) yeah that is a pain and i that i think that stuff's called e6000 and 6000 i knew it was a number i just didn't want to say power man 5000 because that was what kept like I used it to reinforce a short course body and it absolutely demolished the paint on it. Like it ate the paint right off of it, which I thought was really weird. But um, uh, this was a Brandon Catton thing that he brought to my attention was black shugu because I didn't even know it was a thing. Yes. That stuff is, I, I think it's superior to the clear shugu. Like it sets up firmer. I used it to, yeah, so. You know how most of the molded black plastic stuff on RC cars, like just glue doesn't really stick to it very good because it's just kind of a slippery kind of plastic to begin with. I got magnets to stick to body posts. I just cut the nub off and left like the real wide base, you know, that the body rests on and just use black shugu to put magnets directly on there. And it is so stuck on there. Like it's it's not going anywhere. So the black shugu is by far like the best stuff that I've used yet as far as like, you know, gluing stuff together and everything and putting like mirrors on and stuff like that. Like it is super, super durable. So I would recommend that above anything else at this point, even the clear. Nice. It is nice. Um, At 10 scale four wheel drive, she says, 
Where do you draw the line on supporting your local hobby shop and doing the work yourself? I've gotten hated on for having my uh, for my local shop do things I just don't have time for between family and 40 plus hours a week. Sometimes I don't mind dropping the dime if I don't have the time. So I I asked him to elaborate on what he was meaning and like um he specified like soldering. I I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I think I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with having somebody solder your stuff up for you. I mean, if like you're not like an ultimate like do it yourself or something or you don't trust your ability or you don't want to mess something up. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having somebody else do it for you. I mean, I don't know the pe- people are weird about shit like that, like as far as like giving people a hard time and hating on them for stuff. But no, I think that absolutely makes sense. I'd probably do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see anything in the issue on that. I mean, people are like heckling you for something or whatever. I mean, you know, for not being able to solder or something like that. Then, I mean, it is what it is. But I certainly wouldn't blame you. Better that than smoking something because you jacked it up. Yeah, I mean, like, not everybody can weld themselves. You know what I mean? Like, you don't run around giving shit to people that can't weld. Like, oh, my God, dude. You had somebody put that lift kit in. I can't believe you didn't do that yourself. Like, right. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think you're fine it is what it is um yeah that's all the questions we got that was quick that was quick actually yeah i guess thought it was gonna go longer i thought we were gonna bleed over around to an hour 15 but we're right at an hour you deserve a pat on the back for having the foresight to include the instagram questions too <laughs> thanks yeah i decided i should click I, on I, that. I wouldn't have thought of that well i only remember because of the last time i actually i think adam reminded me to go look because i forget that he posts when he makes the post he posts them to instagram too i totally so forget to do that the only reason why i do that is because we have a handful of listeners that don't do facebook so yeah. i'm trying to include them right um well, I mean, there's just you know, no reason why it shouldn't be on Instagram. I just always forget. Also, it's it's easier that way too. Like when I post, because I kind of do the same thing with my um, my Instagram, is when I post something, it's automatically linked to just post to Facebook. So it's like one post, one and done. I do like that feature a lot. I use that a lot on the SOR Instagram to just have it go straight to Facebook. Yeah. It is convenient. Uh, did we have anything else we wanted to get into? We talked about the Bronco. We did. Um, the only other thing I guess I'll bring up, um, only because somebody had reached out to me um, on Instagram last night, is somebody asked me if I knew when they were going to do the cutoff for um, Axial Fest at Donner. That I do not know. Um I did text Randall and the only thing Randall said was he suggests getting it sooner than later because they may be announcing this week when the cutoff for that is. Um, and that's also one of those things. And I have my own speculation on this, but I've always thought it was kind of weird that they never really got super, I guess, vocal about, you know, um, Axial Fest uh, Donner 
because they never really announced that the tickets went live. They never really announced anything. They haven't done anything for the Donner one mm. in the same fashion that they've done for Badlands. And my only speculation is the fact that it's here in California and everybody knows how California is um, and how right. people in California act. I think it's one of those things. They're just kind of letting it slide. So whoever wants to show up, shows up. This will kind of weed out the people that, you know, could potentially be drama um, and then go from there. Or, and also in case there is some weird thing where they got to shut it down last minute that you're not having 500, 600, you know, attendees freaking out. I didn't even know that they were having it at Donner. The only thing I've seen was for the Badlands one. That's what I'm saying. They've never yeah. made an actual like big announcement about it. But if you go on Eventzilla right now, you can get tickets for either Badlands or Donner. I already got my Donner tickets. I think almost like the first day that I noticed that they were available. Um, yeah. Because the other thing too is uh, for those that don't know, um, Donner is allowing them to do the, um, the event but there is no on-site camping. Uh, yeah, that's how that was how I found out they were even having it is I saw somebody had said somewhere that there was no camping this year. I which I have no idea how that's going to work. So basically what it's going to do is it's going to you're going to have one of two things. You're going to have the people that, you know, they're going to either A disrespect it and they're just going to try and do it anyways or B they're going to just try and like camp out on the side of highway 80 or something at a rest stop or something, or they're just going to have to get either a somewhat close of a camping facility. Um, Cause there are places to camp alongside 80 or get a hotel. It's going to be, you know, one of those options. And then there's some people where you're close enough. They're just going to hoof, you know, I know a handful of people that are just going to hoof the one hour drive to and from. Wow. Uh, is, Donner. It, is it multiple days still? Thursday through Saturday slash Sunday, I guess you could say. Jesus, that could turn into an expensive trip. Mm-hmm. Man. It's actually going to, you know what it's going to do in a, in, in a roundabout way is I think it's almost going to bring back like what it was like back like at Axio Fest 2014 because the attendance for 2014 was like 200, I think 250 maybe. And... 2015 we like doubled and then they broke a thousand in uh, 2016 and it's just been continuously just going up since then well it does, it does kind of make me sad that they're not making like a big deal out of it like it was always such a big thing and like they do posts of the sponsors you know that were coming on board and like it, it just they made it feel like an event like it was a special thing and like i, I feel like that's just gone yeah um like i said my whole thing is i think it just has to do with california they're just so I, like a lot of you know companies should be they're scared of california and what california is going to do oh yeah absolutely i'm surprised king of the hammers got away with having their event like i'm very surprised about that yeah because there was very clearly people running around without masks and everything else there yeah. yeah, but see, but that's the other misconception, which is creating a whole nother, you know, battle here in California is, you know, Newsom just put out, which I probably should find and read quote for quote, but he just put out a, um, you know, he was, 
a new like updated mandate, I guess you could say. And basically what he's saying is, I think by middle of June, we're going to go to masks outside only if you can't social distance. So you, if you want to walk your dog or walk to and from your car to the grocery store, whatever you can, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, and then obviously going into buildings, if they still say mask required, you need to honor what they say. Um, but it basically we're almost going back to full tilt, like normal. So you know that you have the people that are battling, you got the others that are like, Oh, well, you know, we're still going to continue doing this. And then the others are going to be like, Oh no, we're going this way. I mean, it's kind of like, for lack of better words, a shit show. So I think that's part of it. And they're just trying to cover their butt. Cause like I said, what easier way to weed out the selection than, you know, obviously the diehard people that want to go, that want to have a good time, that want to scale, they'll be there. The ones that would be whining and complaining are not going to be there. That's true. I mean, it's harsh, but it's true. Yeah. Fair enough. So, but I mean, that's really the only thing um, I could think of to bring up on the show. Um, we still have two more weeks. I was going to say we can decide if you guys want me to try and do the show from the road on my phone. Uh, that or Chris Trudeau was talking about being a guest host since you were going to be gone. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. I'm fine with whatever. So just because I don't feel like lugging my laptop and all my, you know, yeah. the actual pod, like it's not like going up to Auburn where like I actually have like a legit place to do it. We're going to be like on the road in an RV. Like if I am able to do it, it's going to be like, you know, on the fly with, you know, not really having like a super private place to do it at. So bringing the laptop and like the uh, microphone and the headphones and all that stuff just probably won't make sense. So that's why I'm like, all right, I could do it from my phone. That's understandable. But I'm definitely going to try and get some footage for our pages. Yeah, well, I'd be rad. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say let's let's not put you through the nonsense of having to try and like call and do the show that way. Yeah, it's kind of a pain. Okay. So I think everybody would understand that. It's not an easy thing to do. I've been there. So, yeah, no, we'll we'll forego that. Um, one thing I did want to plug real quick, actually, I like just came across this, um, is uh, Operation Eleven Charlie posted something cool on their page uh, a couple hours ago, um. Of the, because this kind of ties into the scale accessories conversation we were having. Um, they have a they have a vet in their group that I don't I don't know his name, but they have a uh, a vet in their group who has a, a business called um, like C R C or S E A R C, and mm -hmm. he does like one tenth scale like military like tactical like camo bags and tents and stuff. And he's like hand making all of these, so I'll show, I'll share the, uh, I'll share the messages real fast. I'll, I'll share the the post here. Um, where's my messenger call? 
Okay. I don't know if you guys can see see my screen now. One second. Oh yeah. I'll post this on the on the actual podcast page too, so everybody can kind of see this. But um yeah, no, like this guy's like hand making a bunch of this stuff. As all these like sort of and like it looks rad. It looks amazing. Like the tech yeah. got, got me right away. That's insane. The detail on those bags and how small they are, and the fact that he's hand making them. Yeah, that's it. That's that that's incredible to nice. me. So yeah, I just wanted. To, I just scrolled across this and I saw that real quick. So I thought I'd give this guy a plug. So yeah, check him out. I'll I'll post. Uh, I'll actually do it this time. When <laughs> I'll post on the uh, on when we do our release post on Friday, I'll I'll link his page underneath it. Um, so everybody can see, and then, yeah, if, uh, you don't see it there, go check out, um, 11 Charlie. Some of you guys, like Eric, Eric Warren shared the post that's how I found it. And so, um, so some people might've seen this already, but yeah, definitely go give this guy a look. I'm going to dig in a little bit deeper when we're done here. Yeah. Stuff looks super cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Also speaking of, um, Speaking of Operation 11, Charlie, he is coming out to California Memorial Day weekend. So actually the weekend I leave on the trip, he will be here. So what is that? The 29th? Yeah, he'll be out here the 29th at uh, uh, Mount Diablo at Rock City. Ah. Would be great to go to an event with one of these guys. Or just with these guys in general. Yeah. Love to well, actually go link up with them at some point. Yeah. The, that's, yeah. That's why, like, I'm a little bummed because it's like, I had no clue. And he, like, texts me out of the blue one day and goes, he goes, hey, man, he goes, are you going to be a, uh, he goes, I can't wait to crawl with you on the 29th. And I'm like, the 29th. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm coming out to California. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me out of all the times and you're coming out at the right. same time I'm starting my trip. Like I felt, I felt so like torn. Cause they're East coast, right? Aren't they? So, but he's from Florida. Oh, okay. So yeah. I thought Ridgeline was Cal- from California. No, Ridgeline is, but, um, operation 11 is, um, Javier. Okay. I got you. I, I was mixed up there. I thought that Ridgeline was the, head dude in charge no ridgeline is he's um i guess you'd say second he's he's also another fellow um military veteran that's doing using rc um to kind of like get back into some sort of sense of normality so um yeah He's got his own thing going on, but he teams up with Operation 11 because the cool thing about Operation 11 is they actually have their um, nonprofit. So they're like all set up, you know, 100% nonprofit organization. So um, he's put in a lot of work and what he's been doing is grown, in, you know, insanely since he started. So um, yeah, any any kind of you know, shout outs we can do and get people headed that direction and check some of the stuff out would be much appreciated. Yes. Sweet. Yeah, now I actually don't have anything, so I think, I think So does might... Jay want to let us out on like a big old like 
blowing your nose outro. <laughs> One, just a moment. <laughs> nice. There you go. Conveniently, I had to blow my nose. So there you are. Asking you shall receive. <laughs> the foghorn has sounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh man my nose it's... sounds way bigger than it really is too <laughs> like it talks shit but it can't back it up at all <laughs> they're pretty oh, he has man. some like pretty violent like blowing his nose too like it's actually a lot more like abrasive in person like, i don't know how you do it well it's pretty common that I get nosebleeds after doing it. Too, yeah, so like, I'm sure it's not healthy because I'm hemorrhaging yeah, <laughs> something. But <laughs> I, I have like really, really bad allergies and then a deviated septum on top of that. So like my nose is always plugged. Yeah. And so, yeah, I blow it a lot and I do it with the thunder. It just clenches and goes. I put, I, I I put some oomph behind it. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you, you put some you put some ba- some bass behind it. I don't mm-hmm. half-ass anything. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's a fantastic note to end on. Then <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll make that the kind of feel like it was the outro every week is some sort of J noise. The <laughs> 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 Sounds good to me. Cool. I'm down. <laughs> All righty. Well, <laughs> catch you guys later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. See it.